a son and shall call his name Jesus. Her son will be called the son of the highest. In Luke 1 and 32, and he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he would be king and would reign forever. The Bible clearly lets us know in Luke 1 and 33, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. Not Mary's kingdom, not Joseph's kingdom, his kingdom. There shall be no end. God works on the forever basis. Let me say it again. God works on a forever basis. We should make our plans with eternity and have the values in view to know that our value is in Christ Jesus and our view is an eternal and that God is preparing a place for you and I and He sees the future. He sees what you and I are going through and the place is being prepared for you and I day in and day out. Not only did Mary discover God's plans are eternal. I want to leave something with you here again today. Second, Mary discovered that God's promises are unfailing. We serve an unfailing God, folks. We serve an unfailing God. We, we serve a God that's a God that's on time. It may not, he may not be there when you want him to be there, but he is there. He is there with us through the valleys. He's there on the mountains. He's there within the storms. He's in the eye of the storm that you and I, and he, un, he is unfailing with his unfailing love to you and to your life. Listen, she discovered this. Listen, Mary must have been familiar with the promises about the Messiah. Someday God would send the one to rule on David's throne. In Luke 1 and 32, he shall be great, shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father. He would be born of a virgin. There was no other way that God said that my son will come into this world. He says, I want my son to come by a virgin. I want someone to bring my son in this world that has not been touched, that has not been tainted, that has not been fabricated that has not been through any other way but it'll be through what I see and what I do and that's what God did he would be born of a virgin Isaiah 7 and 14 as we look even through the Old Testament therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign and behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son that's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before the New Testament before this took place I, 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 I emphasize this when we go back in the Old Testament when we're talking about the story of Jesus I want you to know how accurate God's Word is that he is the Word this is hundreds and hundreds of years that Isaiah the prophet spoke and he said before Jesus was born. He says, therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign and behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. In Bethlehem, Micah 5 and 2, but thou Bethlehem, Ephrathah, Though they be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me. There is to be a ruler in Israel whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. 
Not only does the prophet Isaiah speaks of the coming of Jesus and the Messiah, Micah the prophet begins to speak of the coming Messiah. But yet, but centuries have passed, and without the promises being fulfilled, Gabriel reveals that she will give birth to the promised one. Luke 1 and 33 says, And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. Not temporary, not some, not part, but forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. There will be no end. It will be everlasting just like eternal life is everlasting. My third point today is this. Mary discovered that God's power is unlimited. Now, folks, I want you to understand this today. Mary discovered that the power, that God's power is unlimited. God is unlimited. He is not restricted. He is not paused. He is not stopped. He is constantly moving. For he is forever interceding. I want you to get this today. For he is forever for you and I every day. Did you know that? Jesus is going before his Father. And he is praying, even Jesus is even praying to the Father. Praying. The Bible says, for he is forever interceding. He is interceding for you, for me. He is moving as he moves and as he has his way and his, his well-being. He is omnipotent, omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's everywhere. Satan is limited. I want to remind you, Satan is limited. He can't be everywhere at the same time. He doesn't know what a lot of things that are going on. Listen, Satan might be mighty, but God is almighty. And I want you to know God is in control and God only gives Satan what he wants him to have and what he wants him to know. And therefore, we as servants and disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to know today it's unlimited power that he gives unto us that we have the victory, that we can live in victory, we can walk in victory, we can talk in victory, we can believe in victory, and know that victory is in Jesus Christ and that he has the power to raise the dead. He also has the power to save us and bring us to where we need to be be not where we want to go hallelujah 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 I want you to know today that God being unlimited for we see in Luke 1 and 37 for with God nothing shall be impossible this is unlimited. Let me say it again. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. There may be your neighbor, maybe your friend, your mom, your dad, your aunt, and your uncle will say, Oh, wait a minute. It's limited. Oh, you can't. You can't this. You can't that. It is impossible. For with God. 
That's why we can't subtract God from our lives. We can't subtract Jesus from our lives. We can't subtract the Holy Spirit from our lives because when they are intact, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit in our lives, then there's nothing that's impossible with God because we're walking with God. We're talking with God. We're living with God. And there's nothing impossible with God. Hallelujah. How shall these things be? Mary asked a question. Gabriel, you've come to me. How shall these things be? What, you're telling me that I'm going to be impregnated? You're, you're telling me that there, there is a child that's going to come forth? How is this to be possible? Listen, Luke 1 and 34 says, And then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. Mary's confused. The Holy Spirit would do the impossible. Let me say it again. The Holy Spirit would do the impossible. Luke 1 and 35, And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Hallelujah. And therefore also the holy thing which shall be born to thee shall be called the Son of God, period. There's no suggestion to this. There's no second guess to this. He says it is what it is, for he says, I am that I am. God is God, a sovereign God, a God that reigns, a God that rules, a God that is just, and a God that truly sees the future of you and I every day to know it is impossible when you have God in your life. Hallelujah. The Bible clearly lets us know that God has already proven His power, even as we see in the Scripture, Elizabeth, Jesus' cousin, Luke 1 and 36, And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth shall have also conceived a son in her old age. Usually when you get in the old age, you don't have no, you can't bear any more children. But don't tell that to God. Because God doesn't matter whether you're young or old. If He wants you to have a child, you're going to have a child. He can open up the womb and He can bring a child. Doctors can say all they want to say. But if God moves in a mighty way as He sees fit, sees fit, then it's impossible with God. Listen, what good news for our troubling times today to be reassured that God's power is unlimited because we're living in a world of chaos, but it still does not change. Hallelujah. The thoughts of our God, it does not change His love and His grace and mercy towards us or towards this world. Just because we're falling apart doesn't mean that everything in God's falling apart. God's not falling apart. God is intact. God sees. He knows as He sees the future, as He saw Mary, just as He sees Mary, He sees you and I every day. And we can be reassured that our God is unlimited to the power that He has to give us what we need. Hallelujah. What a faith builder for prayer. Even a good news in troubled times. I want you to know today 
that Mary's discovery in my closing today, Mary's discoveries are demonstrated all through the gospel. God's plans are eternal as we know the cross. God's promises are unfailing as we see the resurrection. God's powers is unlimited through the new birth to those who believe. Do you hear me? God's power is unlimited to a new birth to those who believe. Mary believed. Mary believed. And she found favor with God. Listen, I want to share with you today, make Mary's discovery personal. Let them become personal in your life. Receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. And Lord, without, without delay, let me say it again, receive Christ as your Savior and Lord without delay. Mary received Jesus Christ. She received Jesus Christ in her heart and life because she birthed the child out as God saw fit, born by, hallelujah, born by God. God brought birth into her life. Born of a virgin, conceived by the Holy Spirit. And if that same God can do that to Mary, the same God can do that to me and you today. Listen, trust Him to take care for the problems that trouble you today. Listen, trust Him to take care for the problems that you're troubled and that troubles you today. Trust Him to care for the problems that trouble you today. Mary did not know, but Jesus was her answer. Mary did not know, but she was going to see the Messiah. She did not know, but she was coming to see a Savior of the world. And folks, today we have come to see that Jesus is the Savior of the world. And to some of us, we've come to see and to receive eternal life because we believe Jesus Christ died on the cross. He arose on the third day that He's seated with the right hand of the Father. And that we would believe in our hearts and to know that who, who He is. The Bible says, Thou shalt be saved. How that we can be saved from a world of sin, just as Mary was saved through her son. Listen, through her son, Jesus Christ. Stand with me across the building. Listen, God does not want none of us to perish, but he wants us to have everlasting life. Listen, we have brothers, we may have sisters, we may have aunt and uncles, we may have friends that don't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. What a wonderful gift in this Christmas season that we would pray for them to receive eternal life. There's no greater gift, folks. There is no greater gift. There is no greater gift as a man has laid down his life for his friend. Jesus laid down his life for you because he calls you friend. And we are a friend of God. 
and whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And because of that, God the Father found a better way through His Son, Jesus Christ, that you and I can have and receive eternal life. Every head bow and every eye closed, I want to pray today. Dear Heavenly Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you, Lord, for this wonderful season that we celebrate once again. Father God, we know that it's not just Santa Claus. It's not a man with a white beard and a red suit that brings all the gifts to 